Hey, what's up, guys? Matt here coming to you from Laidlaw's Harley-Davidson here with Nick Culver. And today we're going to be talking about the trikes in the 2024 model year. And so in the 2024 model year, we know of three trikes right now. And I think that's going to be the lineup for the 24 model year. We've got the Road Glide 3. We've got the, the Tri-Glide Ultra, and then we've got the Freewheeler. Freewheeler is the one that came out in the 2016 model year, and that's the one without the fairing and without the tour pack. The trike that's getting the most attention right now, I think, is the Road Glide 3. It was a brand new model for the 23 model year, and it's the first time we've seen the Road Glide or Shark Nose fairing on a three-wheel trike uh, in the Harley-Davidson lineup. And so it's still the one that is new and the one that is probably the most desired one where people are, are coming in and looking to see that one. This year, they've got a cool color that we happen to have in our shop right now that we took out. Nick and I, we rode the Tri-Glide Limited, and then we rode the, the Road Glide 3. And the new color this year that comes on the Road Glide 3 is the Shark Skin. And the Shark Skin, I, I thought at first glance, looked really, really good. Not a whole lot of uh, changes mechanically on these bikes. In fact, I don't, I don't know of any. So it's mostly colors, which is the reason why we're seeing them early before the official launch of the 24 model year lineup, which is going to be the end of January. So they have started shipping out the 24s. We're seeing some of the new colors. Uh, we have not seen the Freewheeler yet. The Freewheeler is your bare bones. It's almost like a Road King trike. No fairing, no extra tour pack on the back. And it's like your stripped down one. But we're going to kind of jump into the three different models in the three-wheel trike lineup in the Harley-Davidson world and help you guys decide which one, if you're shopping these trikes, which one is maybe best for you. First impressions of the 24 model year trikes, Nick. And it's been a little bit of time since I've sat on a uh, on a trike and I haven't had any real seat time on the uh, the Road Glide 3. I've ridden both the, the fully loaded dresser and I've ridden the, the freewheeler, but I've never ridden the Road Glide 3. And first thing, just sitting down on them, I just, I forgot how fun they are. It's a very different experience in some ways from a, a two-wheeled uh, motorcycle. In other ways, it's very similar and familiar. It's very fun. You know, they're a very interesting machine to take through twisty roads and on and off on ramps and stuff. They're just a lot of fun. They've got a lot of personality and charm and character and uh, everything that you would expect from a Harley Davidson. And it's just in a slightly different package, more space, a little bit more comfortable for people that are maybe getting a little bit older, not as sure with their feet, or maybe just have you know injuries in their knees or just want the trike experience, you know, the capacity for luggage, comfort to up in unfamiliar situations. There's just a lot of really nice things about the trike, even if you're, you know, younger and it, they're just a different experience. They're a lot of fun and you can kind of hop on it and just go. I'm a little bit more cognizant of what I'm doing on a bike. On a trike, it's a little easier to relax. You know, it doesn't really matter if you're coming to a stop or you're taking off. It's just, it's just fun. It's always fun. Yeah. I think you touched on something that a lot of current trike owners try to convey to people. And I always try to convey as well, like trikes aren't just for people that, you know, maybe have a disability or maybe you're old and you can't ride a two wheeler for any, re you know, for whatever reason. No, like we have a lot of young people that are perfectly capable of riding two wheel motorcycles, but choose a three wheeler for other reasons other than that they can't ride a two wheeler. Um, and so, you know, I think people that are looking for something that, like Nick said, you don't want to have to be, you know, worried about, you know, putting your feet down and balancing and that whole aspect of, of riding. But you want to just have just a more of a relaxed, you know, at a stoplight, you don't even put your feet down. 
you have a lot more storage, especially on the Triglide Ultra. You know, you have that back drop, trap door, and you also have the King Tour Pack on there. And a passenger, it's super comfortable as well. You know, I've, I've met plenty of guys whose wives are just more comfortable in the back of a Triglide as well. And so if you ride with a passenger, maybe your passenger prefers a Triglide as well. There's a variety of different reasons why people pick a trike other than... Yeah, you've got a reverse, you know. A lot of these big baggers, if you're a shorter guy like me, and you've, you've got your fiance or your wife on the back, and you pull into a parking lot wrong, you know, it's it can be not fun to try to back that trike up out of there and um you know it's it's a lot more elegant getting on and off the trike too for the passenger you know oftentimes i'm like if i've got uh, diana on the the back of my bike i'm like hold on like before you get off like let me let you know it's okay so i got both my feet down and everything partly because the pan am's you know tall so the center of gravity changes a lot but on baggers it's the same thing you know there's a comfort and there's a sophistication about the riding of a trike on longer trips especially two up that is it's just it's a unique experience and i think it just goes in a slightly different direction than the traditional uh, baggers so yeah you don't need to be unable to enjoy two wheels to enjoy three wheels Um, especially the way that harley has it set up you know the all three of the the trikes in harley's lineup are what harley would kind of consider a traditional trike setup where you've got one wheel in the front two wheels in the rear one two configuration yeah most other trikes on the market to my knowledge maybe all of them uh, are not configured like that and so that lends itself to once you're going down the highway especially if you're out on a you know a big interstate or on the open road lends yourself to to really having that kind of traditional harley experience it's really only when you go slow and you're stopping um, or if you're on a really twisty road that you really notice a massive difference but out on the interstate you know you're still getting very much the same experience as, as everyone else so it's 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 really unique that harley does it that way it's, it's really cool um, has its upsides and downsides. I'd say it's got more upsides than downsides, but it's a really unique experience. I, every time I hop on one of those tracks, I got a smile on my face. You know, we're ripping around on these things and. It just, it puts a smile on my face there. And that's what you really want from a bike more than anything else or a trike in this instance. Totally having fun. Yeah. And another thing I'll say too, is the novelty of it. You know, how many three wheel vehicles like trikes that are in the one, two configuration, especially do you see out there on the road? There's just not that many. And so there, there's a, a big time novelty to riding that as well. The uniqueness, the coolness, people see someone riding by on a trike and they smile, you yeah, know, yeah. every it's single fun. time. It's just cool, right? Yeah, so and it's, it's cool too that it's a factory offering. You know, there's a lot of, most of the trikes you see on the market, if they're not Harley, uh, they're going to be some kit, you know, that's put together and questionable in terms of its engineering, questionable in terms of reliability and warranty, warranty and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So there's a big beauty to Harley doing this from the factory and the three options that they provide, they all have their unique differences and they're all really clearly positioned in my mind uh for different buyers so it's it's cool to see perfect segue nick so let, let's start off with kind of the biggest top tier most expensive trike it's the triglide ultra and we'll kind of work our way down from there so you're looking at an msrp of 37,999, so just shy of thirty-eight thousand dollars. and with that you're going to get pretty much all the amenities that you get on uh, an ultra limited so the full batwing fairing you have the taller windshield you have the infotainment system the 6.5 gts infotainment system you have the bigger more pillowy seat that's a lot more comfortable out on the road especially and you have the king tour pack on there as well like i mentioned you have the lower leg fairings as well which do house the the coolant so it is a twin cooled motor so a little bit better for high heat situations and also a little bit better for chilly situations as well those leg fairings actually do a lot in terms of wind deflection if you're out on the road I think this gets overlooked a lot. Those lower leg fairings, they actually, there's a huge benefit to them if you're in the cold. It creates a larger rider bubble, you know, keeping you isolated from the elements out on the road. And so that's the bike that came out in 2009. In 2009 is when they released the full factory tri-glide. And so we've seen that trike 
continuously now for about 14, 15 years, right? So been around them for a long time. And then they, they've kind of played with different variations of that bike. One thing that I think is nice that Nick just mentioned is right now the three different trikes in the lineup are very unique. And so it's pretty easy for people to choose which one is best for their circumstances and their style preferences because they are so unique. The second one is going to be the Rogue Glide 3, right? So Roguelite 3, you have a fairing. It's a shark nose fairing, but you do not have the tour pack in the rear. It's almost like, you know, a Roguelite special or something like that. If you want to compare it to the two wheel counterparts. And so you have the infotainment system. Some other things that they brought into that bike are like a lot more sporty features. The wheels on that trike are awesome, by the way. Yeah, it's got a 19-inch wheel on the front. The rear wheels, I think, are 18s. Is that right? They look like it. They're definitely significantly larger than what you would get on the other two trikes. And yeah. um, it really does give it kind of a custom look to it. Well, just last year on the freewheeler, they introduced those wheels on the freewheeler okay. as well. But, but not on the Triglide Ultra. But not on the Triglide Ultra. Uh, yeah, that's probably, it makes sense. You know, for the Triglide Ultra, you're going, you want that extra sidewall for the uh, the ride comfort because, yeah, obviously that's going to do a better job of absorbing bumps. But it's a big upgrade. Those those wheels in the rear, visually, they're really nice. I think the ones on the freewheeler, they don't have the edge cut, though, finish, at least uh, previous years, right? True. I think, yeah, you're right. I think the, the size is the same, but finishes Slightly are different. different yeah it looks really good on the road glide three that two-tone finish with the blacked yep. engine especially with that paint you know it's just uh it's a really striking design i'm glad that they went ahead and put that uh, fairing on there i didn't mean to interrupt you i think you're finishing the uh no it's all good um so the the road glide three is 35 34 999 so you know you're saving about three thousand dollars off of the triglide ultra if you want something a little bit more sporty but you know you want the fairing still and you want the infotainment and everything then you can save yourself 3000 bucks and get the Rogue Glide 3. Now, if you want to go down to the lowest tier in terms of pricing, you got the Freewheeler. It underwent a major cosmetic change last year with the bigger wheels. They blacked it all out. It's just a little bit more of that dark custom hot rod bagger type of a thing applied to a three-wheeler. For the Freewheeler, let's see, you're looking at an MSRP of 31999 so 32 So you're saving another $3,000 if you were to forego the Rogue Glide 3 and just go to a non-fairing, just a, a, only the, the trunk space. So you're minimalist. What I would compare to like a Road King trike, then you're saving $3,000 again. And that's, you know, you can put a windshield on that. You can still do all the sissy bar and all that stuff, but you're really going like bare bones trike at that point. So you really have to decide, okay, am I going all in touring for the Rogue Glide Ultra with all the amenities, all the touring, and the, the comfortable seat, the heated grips, the maximum amount of storage, the maximum amount of uh, electronics and infotainment, or do I want to go mid-tier, fairing only, minus the tour pack? Or do you want to get the very you know, lowest price at $32,000 and just go for the freewheeler and have like your your very minimalist you know look? I think it's a pretty good overview of the of the three different trikes. You know, obviously price is always going to be a factor in in people's decision making process. I will say that while they are pretty distinct in their over or, or their their individual features, you know, obviously you know they they are their own unique beasts. They all are capable of touring. You know, they're all quite comfortable on the highway. They've all got more than adequate power. They've all got good amounts of storage space with the ability to add more storage space. I'd say overall, while price is a factor, I think style is going to be a really big factor too. The two lower price bikes, I think have the same rear end uh, setup with the same fenders and same trunk setup. That's whereas, 40 lid that comes up. Yeah, which I think is a really cool custom looking uh, rear end. And the Triglide Ultra has a more more functional uh, storage compartment, but it's, I think, a little less attractive, a little less custom looking. While they, they all operate, they all uh, exist in, in the world of touring, there are some important differences between them, as you pointed out. And I think that it's not just price that uh, obviously anyone should be considering, not that you were suggesting that, but uh, 
I think that they're, they all have their own compelling argument to be made for them outside of price as well. Yeah, totally agree. So like Nick mentioned, all of the trikes, the chassis is the same. So they all share the same trike chassis, which really says a lot about what their capabilities are. As far as touring and just going on the long haul, you know, they, they've all got the same bones. And really that's the most important thing that I talk about, we talk about, when we talk about like the differences between the soft tails and the touring and the, and the sportsters, the chassis really dictates the most important stuff when it comes to a vehicle. It's the rear end looks really cool. Uh, like just like the trellis, like the, like all of the stuff yeah. when it's exposed is really cool. Really what, what makes them different in the trike family is all the external components, you know, things that I've already mentioned, like the fairings and the storage and the seat and things like that. And so can you equip the freewheeler, which is your, your lowest tier in the bunch? Yeah, you can equip it to be just as touring capable as like a ultra would be to a certain extent. I mean, you can't necessarily put the big fairing on there, which I would argue is in terms of wind deflection is going to be the very best, but you can put a bigger seat. You can put a windshield on there. You can put a sissy bar for your, your passenger in the, I want to say the 19 model year, maybe it was the 18 model year, Harley Davidson actually completely revamped the trike and like the bones of the bike that you can't necessarily see. That's when they actually first introduced the RDRS on the trike, which wasn't called that, but a lot of the same functional benefits like your traction control, your torque slip control, and that's when they upgraded like the shocks on there. A frequently asked question that I get a lot on these trike videos is the the rear axle. A lot of people want to say, okay, does it have independent rear suspension? The answer is no, and this is probably the most controversial topic when we talk about trikes is a lot of times people say, well, you know, that that's important. That's going to give you the very best ride comfort. And as I've talked to the Harley engineers over the years and done my own research, there's pros and cons to both. And so, you know, I'll touch on that real quick. The, the pros to independent rear suspension is that, you know, for the most part, generally speaking, it's going to ride better than a solid axle suspension in the rear because, you know, one side can go up and absorb the shock or a bump in the road and the other side is unaffected. Whereas on a straight axle, you hit a bump on the right-hand side and we just experienced it just a minute ago you're going to kind of feel that shock wave through the entire bike or through the entire trike, I should say. However, the pros of having a straight axle is it's a lot less mechanically complex. Uh, there's a lot less maintenance involved with uh, maintaining a straight axle. And the handling is a lot sharper and, and sportier, you know, just without having to do a whole lot of like adjustments every time you put a passenger on and things like that. So you have a little bit more of a consistent handling go-kart feeling to the trike which the harley davidson trikes definitely have that really sharp go-kart feeling for a long time people were just like you know spinning these things at really high speeds and like i'm sure lifting one of the wheels up and getting crazy and stuff like that and now there's electronics as part of that electronics upgrade that i mentioned that happened in the 19 model year that doesn't really allow you to it has like a lift mitigation now where it senses if a wheel comes up. It's probably less expensive to manufacture a straight axle as well, which also keeps the price of these trikes down. And so easier to package as well too, you know, depending on, you know, uh, different types of suspension require different things, you know, so uh, because of where you can mount shocks and where, what kind of uh, suspension components you need and that kind of stuff. So I imagine that there's a packaging uh, set of packaging concerns that let them achieve a certain form, you know, you can mount, certain things at different angles at different heights and get more storage or less storage like there's it's not always just about what's the the best ride comfort you know like sometimes when the engineers win in one category they end up losing it in another category so you yeah. end up with uh you know either reduced storage capacity or a taller ride height or uh, other ancillary things end up having to get changed in order to accommodate uh whatever it is that you're trying to do over here so usually with engineering it's it seems like it's always give and take to a certain extent and so um 
you know, it seems as, as of night right now, at least the Harley has evaluated that the additional comfort that you might gain or, uh, you know, perceived stability over uneven terrain, um, is not worth the downsides that, that we might get. And I think the downsides, I think it's easy for people to just say, Oh, well, the downsides, it's going to cost more to manufacture. I think Harley's shown that if they think something's going to benefit the rider enough to justify the increased cost, they're not usually afraid to go down that hole. You know, it's the people aren't usually like, wow, Harley's really trying to keep their MSRPs really, really low all the time. You know, it's not usually something that people accuse the motor company of. Um, if anything, the motor company tends to go over the top on stuff. I mean, they have a $6,000 option for paint right now on, on CBOs, you know, yeah. so they think that the customer is going to value it enough. And we haven't had a easy time keeping that color in stock. So I'd say Harley was right. And I think that Harley's probably right in evaluating that the minimal gains that they're going to get from an independent rear suspension setup on that simply aren't worth it to the customer. And there's probably some uh, ancillary downsides too. Like I wouldn't be surprised if trunk capacity had to shrink or if something to do with the body design would have to change and they wouldn't be able to make it look as cool as it does. So um, it's not just usually cost. And, And I would say that um, for on Harley's end, they're not usually afraid to do what's going to be better if just because it's not, it's going to end up costing more. They're usually going to do whatever's better and then just charge more. Yeah. No, great points. Yeah. I mean, to change up that classic look of the way that looks right now, I think would be potentially a shame uh, because it does have a very cool classic look to it. And Nick's right. I think everything's got to be proportionate. Are the gains in ride comfort proportionate to you know, maybe the, the loss in storage space and, you know, maybe the, the increased costs to both them and also the consumer. Or weight, and you know, there's, weight. there's so many different things that can be impacted yeah. when you make an engineering decision. It's easy for us to stand on the sidelines and go, oh, well, it's just, you know, yeah. assume the worst. They, short, yeah. they shortcutted it. You yeah. know, they put the straight right. axle. They didn't, we've, yeah. we've seen a lot of bikes come in to our shop that are set up after the fact as trikes and like, oh man, some of them, I wouldn't even, I would not even ride them because they look terrifying in terms of how they're put together. A know? safety hazard potentially. Yeah. And, and, and they're, and they're usually they're, they're uglier. Oh yeah. Let's even just the, face it. Even the uglier. ones that look like safe, I'm like, oh, okay. It's safe. Probably looks safe, but it's hideous. You yeah. Know? So it's, everything's, everything's given take in, in engineering, you know? So I, I would not be surprised if Harley was able to really articulate exactly why it is the way it is yeah, it'd be interesting to to get a, the trike engineers on a podcast like this and, yeah. and get the exact answer and i'm not saying one is better than the other guys i'm just trying to talk about the pros and cons as they've been told to me from the engineers and as i've researched strikes online so that's that's what i've learned and i think it's probably pretty accurate the way you know we just described it so Nick and I just took a test ride on both of the bikes we've both ridden both of them over the years today Nick however was on the road glide three. When it first came out last year, I rode the Road Glide 3 quite a bit, and so I do have some experience on that that trike. But today I rode the Tri-Glide Ultra, and honestly, I can say that the straight axle suspension has gotten better on the Harley-Davidson products in, in the last five years, quite a bit, and especially in when they made that big chassis change in the 19 model year, right around there. I think the ride comfort is pretty dang good, especially on the, the Ultra where you have that really cushioned seat. And a lot of times people say like, okay, well, wh- wh- how does how this bike feel? I mean, there's, you don't have too many people come into the dealership and know exactly just by looking at the Tri-Glide how it's going to handle. They want to know, how does this really ride? How does it handle? And so what I usually tell people is going in a straight line, shifting the gears, hitting the gas, like, like Nick mentioned, is very much the same feeling as a normal Harley-Davidson. Shifting the gears, 
the character, you still have the exact same Milwaukee 8114 that a lot of the two-wheel motorcycles have. But when you start to turn the trike, it's a completely different animal. And start going over bumps and things like that. You do feel more than a two-wheel motorcycle. Yeah, doing the turns, there's no leaning, obviously. It's all upper body. A lot of times people want to say, well, is it a workout? I heard that you got to be like really in shape with your upper body. I would say no. Maybe if you have a long mountain where there's a bunch of switchbacks where you're just constantly trying to muscle the thing through like the really tight turns. It's also relative with speed too, you know, so, uh, you know, the faster you're going, the less, in some ways, the easier it gets, you know, it kind of, you know, it's it's kind of like a bell curve of sorts, you know, where it's like at really low speeds, it can be kind of heavy and then it gets a little bit lighter and then at really high speeds, it gets kind of heavier again. But yeah, I mean, it's not that much energy. I'm not a massive guy. I'm not super strong or anything, but like, I didn't have any issues riding this around, you know, we're trying to film each other too. So it's like, I've got one hand and I'm using one hand for it to, to film Matt. And I didn't feel fatigued or anything, you know, I mean, if you're on a really long twisty Canyon road, then maybe you'd feel a little bit tired, but you know, I feel a little bit tired after a really long mountain road on, on my normal bike too. Yeah. Um, good point. It is interesting that the steering itself, I'd say more than the amount of energy you have to put into it is just the the fact that it's not, you're not counter steering in the same way that you're, you're used to, you know, you are turning the wheel in the direction that you're trying to go. Um, you're not applying pressure on the on the inside bar and and maybe lightly pulling on the on the outside. So just the way that you turn is a little bit different. And you were on the Triglide Ultra with the larger rear tires or the smaller wheels with the larger amount of sidewall. But I just didn't feel that the ride on mine was really obnoxious or anything like that. I was actually pretty comfortable. I'm pretty sensitive to ride quality now. I've become um, more and more of a baby about that. I, the only time I felt like it was kind of uh, a rough ride was when we're coming in and out of our parking lot. And we've got this sort of uh, track that our gate goes across and it's uh, pretty obnoxious even on, on a normal bike too. So yeah, I purposely we, went over some railroad tracks too. Oh yeah. We were riding around on, on not the nicest that. roads and it was, yeah. I, I felt I was, I was more than comfortable on the, on the, on it. And I, I did appreciate too. It's been a while since I've ridden a freewheeler or in this case, the Rogue Glide three, which is a fair bit lighter than the Tri-Glide Ultra. I would have to guess with the, the smaller tail section yeah, and, Probably um, 100, 200 pounds. Yeah, lighter. It, it feels pretty, pretty sporty, pretty fun actually. There, like I said, that I was really surprised with just the dynamics of the the vehicle overall. You know, they've done a few other things in recent years that has improved it as well. You know, they've added a steering damper, so you've got a little bit more confidence with the front end. The they're, braking, they're stable out on the highway. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. braking systems have got a lot more advanced too. You know, they've they've moved away from some of the older brake setups that they had, and uh, the link system yep. works really well. You know, I'm I'm a really heavy front breaker. I almost don't even touch my rear brake on the street other than to calm the rear of my bike or if I'm in the dirt, and that's not what you would do on a trike. You know, on the trike, you've got, uh, you know, big brakes in the rear with, uh, I mean, you, you use the front brake quite a bit too, but, you know, you've got a, a motorcycle tire up front. you got big car tires out in the rear, so you can kind of drag yeah. the, the rear and really get a lot more braking performance than you'd expect. And so the link braking system does a great job of compensating for that. You know, you can use front or rear and a little bit of both. You can feel it really kind of hunker down. You get hard on the brakes, front and rear, and the the whole thing kind of squats a little bit. And it's got a lot of confidence under braking, which is something I was worried about. You know, when I first started riding tracks, I'm like, okay, we're going to try to stop all this massive machine through this one uh, motorcycle tire up front. And then I thought about it for a second. I realized I was dumb and that we've got two big tires out in the rear too that can, can slow you down. I was really impressed with the overall stability, the comfort, the way that it goes down the road. Um, if you get it over really bumpy stuff, train tracks, it's a little bit squirrely, but honestly, over anything that you're going on normal kind of roads that have well-maintained, it coasts yeah, right down, it good. glides right down it. Yeah. A question that I get asked a lot too is, are they hard to operate? And I think they're very easy to operate. And I don't know if that's because I've been riding motorcycles for a long time, but most of the people that come in that buy a trike, they don't have a whole lot of motorcycle riding experience. They get on them and they can ride them pretty easily right away. A couple laps in our parking lot and they're on their way. 
Exactly. Because yeah. you're, you're taking out the entire dynamic of, of the leaning and you know, trying to hold a heavyweight cruiser up and everything, which isn't as bad as some people think it is. But when you have that completely taken out of your mind, sometimes it's a little bit more confidence inspiring yeah. when you have just your feet on the floorboards. And so it's something that's very easy to jump into and for anybody to ride. I think the hardest thing is probably just a good understanding how clutch and, and shifting gears works. If you've ridden a motorcycle before where you have used a clutch on your left hand and you can shift gears, that's the hardest part of riding a trike. For people that ride two wheelers a lot and that are moving up to the trike, I would just warn you that you really need to be cognizant of your your rear wheels because they do stick out a lot more than a two wheeler. And we have had people clip like signs and curbs and things like that. So as long as you have good like size awareness of your vehicle and you have a good understanding of how to use a manual transmission, you're golden. Like you're gonna jump on those things and have a lot of fun. Yeah, and for California riders, just just mentally remind yourself: don't split lanes. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to the width question again because yeah I, I, I find myself muscle memorying doing certain things i like first stoplight i i almost i put my foot down and i'm like oh okay that's probably it's probably not gonna tip over i'm, probably, I'm, I'm okay <laughs> yeah and one of those habits that i guess you have to <laughs> get, get used to but if you buy one i mean that, that yeah. should be something that you just kind of get out of your mind pretty quickly but if you switch back to your two-wheeler just make sure you start putting your feet down again yeah. i suppose but you know it's 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 really easy to operate you know i one of the things i was worried about when i first started riding tracks was maybe would it be easier to stall them is it going to be easier to lug the engine you got a little bit more weight you know, behind that, uh, that same Milwaukee eight motor, but the the M8s make so much power down low these days. It's like, yeah, um, you know, you, you, they, they're really hard to, to stall, uh, once you get used to them and, it's a well-suited um, engine oh, for that type of a vehicle. It trucks along. It feels downright sporty and quick, you know, despite yeah. the extra weight, you know, the, the 114, the 117 baggers, they feel quick and they feel torquey and strong and, and, and when they're stock, but even with extra weight, it still feels that way. Turning big, heavy wheels too, you know, it, it, it didn't feel bad at all, you know. So, the the overall experience, they feel light. They 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 handle well. They track straight. The suspension, especially with the thinner sidewall wheels, is a little stiff over over severe bumps. I'm talking severe like SoCal crater bumps, but overall really comfortable. A lot of fun, sporty, and really great for touring, two up riding. There's not a lot to dislike about them. You know, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I think you can really take them at face value. I want to touch real quick before we end just on like a popularity and, and where I see the market going on these. And I think it's kind of interesting. There's no other manufacturer, like major motorcycle manufacturer that makes a three wheel one, two trike. You know, you have like Can-Ams and things like that that are a two one trike, like the Can-Am Spider, for example. I always ask myself, you know, I wonder why that is. And, you know, just talking about the engine, I wonder if that has something to do with it just because of how massive these vehicles are. Maybe it's just, you know, Harley engines and the low end torque is is just something that really complements this type of a vehicle. Or maybe it's just the classic nature that Harley Davidson's known for that other manufacturers don't really want to try to put a foot into. You know, they want something a little bit more modern. And so I don't I don't know what it is, but if you like the classic one two trike that we've seen you know, in the history books forever, then Harley is kind of the only game in town and they do it really well, by the way. You know, yeah. like, like I said, they've been doing it now for about 13, 14 years on this chassis. Like I said, it's undergone changes over the years, but They've got this thing pretty well ironed out. Like, yeah, this just, is a good bulletproof vehicle. It just works, you know? Yeah. It just works well. Yeah, uh, I don't know why other brands don't don't necessarily do it. I know that, like, obviously, you know, in the past, you could get the one of the wheels off the ground and that kind of stuff if you were hooning it around. I mean, if you were riding normally, you weren't going to do that. But uh, with, you know, wheel mitigation, lift mitigation, you know, obviously that's reduced. So I, I'm sure that there's, like, some engineering reasons why, like, technically speaking, maybe two in the front is is, is technically superior or whatever. But, like... 
people forget that it's like, that's not why we buy these vehicles. You know, it's like we buy them for an experience. And I think that the one, two trike really lends itself to the traditional motorcycle experience with some changes that are positive and some changes that, you know, are, you know, a little bit negative, but maintain the overall experience much better than a two wheel, one wheel trike setup, Mm -hmm. you know, where if you've got two in the front, one in the back. So I think Harley can do it better than pretty much anyone else because they can do the traditional classic cruiser better than anyone else really you know they've got the the right vibe and the right aesthetic and the right character and the right personality and right um, heritage to pull from exactly and and the one two trike it is just a perfect extension of that just in three wheels and so i think that um it makes perfect sense to me that harley would be dominant there it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that no one else is trying to fight them you know i always like competition but uh the reality is that I don't look at the trikes and go, oh, I really wish it had this or I really wish it had that. Like it suits, it fills its niche really, really well. And we don't really ever really have trouble selling them. You know, we don't, uh, yeah. it's not like our most popular vehicle in the world, but if we sell every one we get, you know, it's not a, not an issue. Yeah, it's interesting. I went to Sturgis this year and there's a lot of them in Sturgis. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure exactly why that is. Maybe because it's a, a trek for a lot of people to get out there. They Long want home, the storage yeah. space. A lot of times they're riding with their significant other. And so, they like just that, you know, the, the room and the comfort on a big, you know, tri-glide vehicle. It's nice doing inclement weather too. You never know where you're going to hit on the way to Sturgis and Good point. The, the extra security of the two wheels. I mean, even when we were going out in the, in the rain, I'm like, well, you know, I can, I can romp on the throttle. I mean, first of all, I've got traction control. I mean, second of all, like I don't have to worry about spinning up these rear tires, you know, on wet paint or something like that and have yeah. a little stupid low side for no reason, you know? So, you know, Good for point. inclement weather, it's nice too. And going to Sturgis, that always, uh, that always pops up on everyone's trip. <laughs> yep, yep. The, the rain always seems to, or the hail always seems yeah. to pop up. I think to my point, the tri-glides are only getting more popular. You know, like Nick said, we have no problem selling them. And I think it's smart that Harley-Davidson has now three really good, distinct options and choices, uh, especially for the guys that don't necessarily want the full-blown touring. For a long time, the only offering in the trike family was a full-blown tri-glide for a while there they had a street glide trike which was kind of funny i think that came out in like 2010 or 11 and that was basically a road glide three except for with the batwing fairing it didn't have some of the cool cosmetic features but it's nice to have three different options for people because i, I think that the trikes they are getting more popular not anywhere near what the sales are of the two-wheel vehicles but there, there's just a lot of different applications i think they're they're starting to really lose the stigma too of Oh, that's an old man's bike. Well, they, they made know. them look cool, you know, right. they, you know, not to say that they've never looked cool. They had the CVO trikes, which were, were cool, but they were still, they were clearly like touring focused machines. You know, they weren't like the street glide special and the road glide special where it's like guys just buy those and they don't even tour on them. They just look at them cause they're like beautiful bikes, you know, and they do tour on them, but they also just buy them even if they don't have any plans really to tour. Cause they just, they want it for a weekend, you know, a uh, toy to take up PCH or something. Yep. And now that the trikes look cool, I mean, they're blacked out, the road glide fairing, the the custom looking tail, especially on the on the two less expensive options with the freewheeler and the road glide three. There's less of a stigma when something looks cool. You know, when people look at it and go, that's actually kind of bitching, you know, like it helps a lot. Yeah. I've never really felt like the trikes were something where like you pull up at like bike neck or something like yeah. that and you're like, Okay, I've arrived, you know, and people are like, Damn, yeah. that's sick, you know. Yeah, yeah. However, the Road Glide three, that's yeah. the first time on a trike where we pulled it out front, took some yeah. pictures, and I'm like damn, that's a cool bike. Yeah, I had to like look cool. in the mirror. I was worried. I was like, 
what, what year is it, man? Like, I'm like, how old am I? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, am I going to start liking some music that I don't like right now, too? <laughs> and what's going on? Because, yeah, no, like, and, but that's the power of good attention to detail, good design, mm-hmm. and, and creative thinking because the wheels make a big difference. They do. They make a big difference. Blacking it out makes a big difference. The cool colors that they're doing, the road glide fairing is just, I think, in a nice kind of, it's attracting more of a younger buyer, too, right now. So, there's a lot of really cool things about it and they've applied it all to the trike. And it just like, like you said, when it came off the truck, I was like, I was like, I was a little concerned for myself. I was like, this is actually cooler than I was so, like actually expecting, you know, the yeah. truck light ultra is still that, that focus on, on touring comfort and it, uh, and it needs to exist. I'm glad it exists. It still, yeah. it doesn't have that wow factor that I think that, that the hot rod has. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it, no, they, they both of them blacked out now. They, they hit different, you know? So it's, yep. it's cool to see. And, and it's cool because I, 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 I always hate stigmas in the motorcycling world. Like I think stigmas hold us back. I think stigmas, they cage us, you know? And um, there's probably a lot of people out there who would love to rip around on a trike and they're just like, well, that's for old people or whatever. I don't want to be labeled. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with sporties, you know? Like I loved that Jamie had his hot rod, you know, roadster because it's like, people are like, oh, well, it's a girl's bike. Well, it's like, well, let me show you Jamie and I bet you he'll <laughs> spank you around pretty much any track right. that you could find, you know? And yeah. he'll do it on his girl's bike, you know? And so I just think we we pigeonhole ourselves. We, we cage ourselves in. I think the new the redesigned trikes, it's a great example of why you should never do that, why you should never come into something with that kind of mindset. You know, yeah. Open mind is always good. Yeah, well said. Right on, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys watching this video. Hopefully, we were able to help you out. And if you're looking for a three-wheel vehicle in the Harley-Davidson world, hopefully, we helped you make that decision a little bit easier. If you're looking for a motorcycle, two-wheel or three-wheel in Southern California, make sure you hit us up here at Laidlaw's Harley-Davidson. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you on the next video. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you later. Peace.